This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA, that's the Fellowship of Christian Athletes radio show, here on KBXL 94.1 FM. And uh, my name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho. And with me in the studio is our co-host, the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Ada County, Pablo Moreno. Good morning, Ken. And in the studio is also our, our, our vice president for field ministry here in the Northwest for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Ron Frank. Hey, guys. Great to be with you. This is uh, part two of our discussion uh, with Ron, isn't it, Pablo? That's right. We had a great conversation the first time around. Had to keep it going. <laughs> That's right. And we want to thank our sponsors. And first of all, uh, KBXL and the Schaefer family, uh, Beth Schaefer and Dave Schaefer and all the Schaefer folks here. We appreciate so much their their support of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and the Heart of the Athlete. And uh, just the, the vision of uh, hearing what uh, God is doing in the lives of local athletes and coaches here in Idaho. Um, also, we want to thank uh, Awakenings Coffee. Uh, they're a coffee shop there on the northwest corner of uh, uh, Overland and Five Mile. Appreciate their support. As well as Jim's Well Drilling. If you need a well drilled on your property, he's a great man of God and does incredible work. And um uh, works up in Valley County as well as here in, in Southern Idaho in the Treasure Valley area. And we can get you in touch with him uh, if you call here at the station. And then uh, uh, Coach Skip Hall, Hall & Associates, uh, his uh, uh, business here in uh, in Boise off of Bannock there. And uh, if you have any wealth management um, needs or questions or uh, – Questions about investment planning, uh, both for individuals and corporations. Uh, they work with trust. Um, uh, you can give uh, Coach Hall a call, and uh, would, they'd love to help you out. And uh, also Mike Verdon, former quarterback there at Boise State, and uh, uh, coached, uh, coached football here in the, in the Valley, Meridian High, and won a state championship over there. Uh, for the Warriors and coached in Florida as well in Iowa, uh, we appreciate Mike uh, Mike's support of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So, uh, Mike Verdon Auto and RV Sales. So, if if you have any needs, you're going to be buying a, buying a trailer or some sort of RV, or you've, they've got a lot of cars over there. I know a lot of people have done uh, business with them, and uh, they're on uh, Fairview Avenue, there in Meridian, close to Eagle Road. So, we appreciate their support of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So, well, um, we're here. Uh, Ron, visiting with Ron Frank, our, our vice president for the field ministry. And Ron, um, how long have you been in this role for the, the, the VP role here in, in the Northwest? I started September 1st of 2012, so we're into year six, about five and a half years into the journey. That's right, and and you you came on you and Val came um, from the Chicago area as the the area director for um, the Portland area, the Greater Portland area, and that you were in that role for about two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. So almost twenty five years total. So this has been a long journey with FCA, and mm-hmm. and and been blessed to see God do just amazing things for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you? I mean. The, we've had a lot of growth in the staff of SA in your time as 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 our our supervisor and, and our overseer, and you've you've been, you know, helping us along in, in those ways. And and what what do you see as the vision of SCA in the Northwest? And and uh, and you know, you've been in that role for five years, and it, it feels like things are continuing to ramp up. And what what do you feel is the the vision that God has placed on your heart for SCA here? I think from the the start the the vision that God had, had burned within me is to see revival come to the Northwest. 
I mean, uh, we have five states, you know, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, and Alaska, each very unique in terms of culture and even within – you know, Oregon and Washington, you got the east side, you got the west side, and, you know, and, and yet there's just spiritual challenges in each of these environments as well. And to just to see God spur a revival and to do it through this, the influence of coaches and athletes, I think, is significant. And I recognize, too, it starts with me. And then from, from God's work in my life. And, and we just had a, our staff breakaway here in October, and we're really challenged by a, a pastor from uh, Utah that challenged us in terms of making disciple makers. And what does that look like? And how, you know, the, God's call on us, Jesus' really command, you know, at the end of Matthew is to go and make disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And so what does that mean? How does revival come? Yeah, I think that comes as. I pour myself into others who then pour themselves into others. So I, I got a strategy then for really what God has put on my heart, you know, to see happen. And, and I think the, the beauty of FCA and through this platform of sports, and, you know, we're, we're here on the, you know, on the backside of a, a bowl breakfast, and later today there's a bowl game here in, uh, in Boise. And, and so, you know, football, other sports, I mean, sports is so huge in our culture. So what an incredible platform that God has given us then to be able to share the gospel, to see the kingdom come to bear, his rule, his reign in, in the world of sports, in the lives of athletic people, coaches, athletes, people like us that he's called to serve, and out of that to see our culture transformed. And so really it's a, for me, the vision is about you know God becoming real and his kingdom ruling uh, in the lives of of coaches and athletes and those that are influenced through sports uh, across the Northwest, and, and to see that influence then around the globe, literally. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And um, you talk about disciples, making disciples, you know, it's just carrying it forward. And in, in your time of being on staff and in your current role, um, I believe Ken is the last person left who was on staff when you first came on staff, right? Yeah. So there was a handful of folks that, that were on staff when we officially kind of uh, arrived in the Northwest. We had been on staff in the Chicago and the upper Midwest for like 17 and a half years, and then God called us out here, and, and which was a really exciting time and you know, didn't make any sense at all on paper, and yet it, it was clearly from the heart of God. So yeah, we arrived and in, in officially started September first of two thousand ten, and and from that point, you know, Ken is is the the one staff person that still remains from those that were here prior to that point. Yep. And so we, we we've been able to see God do an amazing thing and and doing what only He can do. It so, you know, my wife and I who serve together in this role, you know, we've been able to just sit on the front row and watch God, you know, write a story that He's continuing to write in. In such that we now have like fifty staff, yeah. and, and we got you know seven others that are we say are in the queue. In other words, they're raising support. They're in the process, including uh, somebody from uh, Southern California that's going to be joining the team here in Idaho in the next you know few thirty months. to sixty days, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And and so just God assembling this incredible team of people, it just blows us away that that we would be so honored to be able to serve with the likes of the two of you and, and others on this team as he grows his ministry mm-hmm. for his glory and his fame uh, here in the Northwest. So you, you, you've seen some major growth in over the last few years from a handful of you know, 5 to 10 to now 50 with seven more raising the support to join the team. 
you know, I love reading books by Patrick Lencioni and Tim Keller or Andy Stanley and John Gordon about this leadership. These are great Christian men who um, who have learned in the trenches how to just basically start from nothing and, and let the Lord do something. Um, and I view you kind of in that same role. And um, you and Ken, just Ken's by himself for many years, and now we have a staff here in, in, in Boise, Idaho area. But in, in your role, what do you think are some key ingredients that have helped you, um, I guess, along the journey of seeing it go from f- five to ten to now fifty to fifty-five? You know, what what is what have you? That's that's the big deal. You know, to I mean, that's what's what's. Five hundred percent growth, whatever you know, it's a big deal, and I really respect that. And listeners do as well. Maybe they're in their situation. I, I want to see God grow and in, in, in a healthy way. What have you done that's helped you along the journey to see that happen? Besides the obvious, God through the Holy Spirit, you know, moving on people's hearts, but He uses men to help bring the change. Well, I think part of uh, what I've been able to help our leadership team with is, you know, leaders like Ken and others across our region is to you know, help bring clarity into what their role is. And so I think, you know, and, you know, I think Ken was serving uh, on his own here for, for a number of years. And then to, to be able to see uh, Ryan Seals come on and now you've come on and now Sean's coming and there's a, a great board. So building this team of leadership around the area and to be able to grow that, I think, you know, just bringing clarity. I think when we first started, there was folks that had the director title but didn't have any clue as to what that was. And through no fault of their own, I, I think, uh, And but I think, you know, Ken has really leaned into more and more what it means to be state director and just the excitement and the multiplication then of impact. And I think we've been able to see that uh, continue to grow uh, around our region. I think trying to get the the right people on the bus, and then you know have them in, in the right seats on the bus. Mm-hmm. And and we're still in that journey of of uh, growing in that. And I think a, a third thing is just recognizing where I needed to grow, mm-hmm. uh, and and continue to kind of walk through that journey from a standpoint of I don't want my limitations to keep. God from being able to, you know, God will do what he he, yeah. he can do, but I don't want to allow my limitations to hinder that in any way. And so yep. I got somebody that's coaching me. And, yeah. and, you know, just as, you know, athletes lean into, you know, when they lean into what the coach is trying to say, mm-hmm. you know, they have a chance to grow. And when I, mm-hmm. I'm leaning into that process, getting better, and sometimes it doesn't feel very good, yeah. but it's really important in order to get better as a leader. You know, it's funny you say people like to be coached, right? Um, something I heard recently is, is when it comes to building a team or investing in people, it, it, three C's are really required. Uh, one, good communication. Two, good coaching or being coachable. And then three, caring. So communication, good communication, clarity, good coaching, and then showing that you care. And, uh, again, being on staff now for two years, I can say I, I without a doubt you and Ken both do that. There's great communication. The lanes are clear. I'm the kind of guy, sh- show me the lines to stay in, and I'll maximize, you know. Uh, so you made it clear. Um, you guys have both provided great coaching. You know, it's just there's mentorship and leadership and resources and, and books and, and retreats and, and then also caring. And you guys show that you care. And, it, and um, it, so I, with that – statement i've heard those three c's i'm seeing it in play and it's god's doing amazing things no thank you cool thanks pablo 
Well, folks, if you'll just join us here on The Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with the Vice President of Field Ministry for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Ron Frank, out of Portland. And, um, uh, and Ron, there might be some folks that are listening with us this morning that, uh, you know, they listen to the show, they hear about FCA, and they like listening to different athletes and coaches that we interview here. But um, – and you got – you took you spoke earlier about the vision of FCA, FCA in the Northwest, but in terms of the, the overall vision nationally, uh, the vision of FCA and how that relates to you know how does that inter intertwine with the church? Because FCA is not called to be a church, um, but we're called to come alongside the church. But so once you you know speak to that a little bit about how the, what what is the vision of FCA um, uh, you know in, in in itself in a nutshell, and then. How, how are we called to be partnering with churches? Mm. Great question. Yeah, we're kind of in – we're just about to roll out uh, uh, some revisions in terms of our vision and mission statement uh, in order to more effectively communicate really where we are. But uh, our vision as we go forward here is to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And so I'm just really excited to see – where we're going with that and the fact that it's Jesus is the one that transforms hearts and 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 we talked a few minutes ago just about the discipleship process of disciples making disciples and I think some of that can happen with in FCA and that's certainly our heart but the connection for a student athlete for example might be two years might be six might be ten years but the local church is going to be there for a lifetime and and so I believe that FCA's passion is to partner and connect with the the local church in in this disciple making process going forward. And uh, you know, our, our mission statement from early on, has, the last phrase has been, "and in the fellowship of the church." So mm-hmm. we've recognized er, from the early days of FCA, and we're now sixty two plus years into this journey that the partnership with the local church is absolutely critical. In our mission of seeing the coaches and athletes and those that they influence be transformed. And so the, the, the opportunity to connect with the local church in that. And, and I think it's, got, it's a win-win because we, FCA can go sometimes where youth pastors and others can't go, you know, right into the schools, right into the locker rooms. Right. But to be able to go in with that idea of the goal is to, to see – these young people, these coaches connect with a, a church that's teaching the truth and, and to be able to see that growth take place in their own lives going forward. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a win-win. Sometimes our staff, I think, admittedly would say, you know, we want to connect with a local church in order to get to the missions team, in order to get financial support. Well, that's part of a partnership, but it's really got to be a win-win mm-hmm. in such that you know, we are together engaging in a process of connecting Every coach and every athlete with Jesus Christ through right. the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then out of that to see that blossom and grow as they their lives then reproduce in the lives of other coaches, other athletes, and, and the people that they connect with. Yeah. And the church is right in the middle of all of that. And what a beautiful thing to not only say it, but live it out in yeah. that partnership you know, right. day yeah. after day after day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when, when athletes leave high school, if they don't if they're and they go on to college, if they're not an athlete anymore, they might get involved with a, another ministry on campus, maybe FCA because they still have an affiliation with sports, and uh, but maybe not. And uh, yeah, so we're trying to bring kids and coaches in in relationship 
with at, uh, or or be involved as a member of a church as a, as a participant of a church and uh, and God is still using the church you know and I love that because try Robinson mm-hmm. you know we're Pablo and I know try uh, pastor here a former pastor of my uh, of mine um, and uh, I know I love the way he talks about that God is still you know, using the church, and he wants to continue that, even with the millennials and mm-hmm. and all this. And we could do another show on that. <laughs> but but I love the fact that um, that we're trying to get athletes and coaches in into churches and discipleship. I love that as well. That focus, and uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. You know, years ago when uh, my wife and I and our kids were living in Chicago, we attended Willow Creek Community Church, and Bill Hybels, you know, g- great leader and, and pastor, uh, would often talk about the, the church being the hope of the world. And the reality is that's God's plan A, and he doesn't have a plan B. That is his, his marching orders for how his kingdom was to grow was right. through, through his church, that's through right. his bride. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and so, you know, what a blessing for FCA to be able to connect in that, you know, reaching people in environments that, you know, that is more difficult for the church to go into, mm-hmm. and yet, you know, the connection process and in making disciples mm-hmm. is, is what a, what a privilege God has given us to do that. That's yeah, right. That, that fires me up because I, you know, I look at those percentages of kids that that you know after the eighteen they you know they. They leave home and they leave the church, and, uh, and 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 some of them rediscover the church in their late twenties after they get married and start having kids, and they feel like, hey, this is we need to maybe impart this, you know. But that that section, of, uh, you know, of time there, I mean, that to me, I, I feel like as as we're building leaders uh, at the at the junior high level, at the at the high school level, at the college level of leading ministries on campus and, and encouraging them as well as coaches like you spoke to. I mean, really these, these are uh, these leaders that we're working with and developing and encouraging are, are they're coming out of churches that are um, where children's ministry and junior high and high school ministry, they've been discipling, they've poured into them. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great partnership where these kids, these uh, student athletes can then lead on campus and we can come alongside us with the creativity that God has given us with creating sports. Um, and we can see that these kids from these churches that these pastors have been pouring into can then have this, you know, this, this mission trip every day. Mm-hmm. And Well, for eight years I was a pastor, a youth pastor here in town, young adult pastor. And when I first met Ken, let's see, 11 years ago, um, and I realized I didn't know what FCA was, and I realized what – opportunities they provided, it was a no-brainer to partner with him as a youth pastor. So when kids would come to me and say, Pablo, I wanted something at my school. Okay, let's go meet Mr. Ken Lewis, you know? Mm. Or when I had a heart for my hometown, Vail, Oregon, and I wanted to see uh, something like this happen in that school. And I heard about FCA. I'm like, this is the vehicle. And we go out there and meet a teacher, and, and it was in alignment with his heart. And it's been great to see the youth pastors help build that fire in their kids and helping to provide the vehicle for them to go live it out and make disciples. Yeah. You know, another great opportunity that we have every year to make disciples who then go into the schools and make disciples, summer camp. Mm. Man, what a great opportunity we have during the summer. You want to share a little bit about what that can? Yeah, our, our upcoming, uh, uh, we've got a wrestling camp in June, just a, a weekend wrestling camp. But then we at the end of June, the last week of June, June 25th through 29th, 
is our regional FCA camp. And and Ron, why why send your kid to camp, FCA camp? Mm-hmm. Well, just what we've seen over twenty five years of ministry, and specifically over these last you know seven and a half years here in the Northwest, and being able to participate in this camp is, I mean, you, you get a, an incredible week of inspiration and perspiration. You know, in in which you know, I think we set goals socially or relationally, you know, physically in terms around the sport, and then certainly spiritually. And you know, we want kids to have a great time and connect with other people, you know, from different cultures, even so that relational piece is significant. Physically, in terms of the sport experience, uh, you know, having top quality college and and high level high school coaches instruct in in. In the particular sports in which the kids play is just an awesome thing, and it's done really well. And then the spiritual side, the thermostat of the camp here in Nampa is set at a high level, but it's done also in a in a relevant way to reach these kids in in creative ways, in sharing the gospel around the particular theme. You know, so this summer's theme is strong, and so look forward to seeing how that's you know built out and in, in as we prepare for the camp, but. Uh, what an incredible opportunity, you know, for uh, junior high, high school athletes to be able to come and really be instructed in, in the key areas of life mm-hmm. in, in an excellent way. And then for the college athletes, I don't want to skip them mm-hmm. because of, you know, the, the platform and opportunity for the college athletes then to come and to serve and but also then to be poured into. And, you know, the brilliant way that that happened this past year, you know, through the next-gen leadership Focus in developing these these college athletes to be disciples, and then in order to be able to you know replicate that, you know, was you know at the end of the camp when you guys took the the kids up to the waterfall, and whether fourteen, 14 got baptized. that were baptized. Yeah. To me, that's a statement about the impact of the camp, you know, mm. in such a powerful way. It's not yeah. just. Not just the kids; it's the coaches, it's their families, it's these college athletes as well. Yeah, praise the Lord! So again, the camp is June twenty fifth through the 29th, mm-hmm. and registration will be open soon on our website. You can go to fcidaho.org, and um, you can get information about camp coming up. And but twenty fifth through the 29th, so lock in your dates. It's a great time, and and uh, looking forward to having some kids come out again. That's right, and um, you know, as we close here uh, this morning, Ron. Um, I'm just curious, you know, what's the Lord been saying to you out of the Word of God lately? Has there mm-hmm. been a, a passage of Scripture or, uh, you know, what's the Lord been imparting to you lately? Yeah. Um, you know, there's always uh, – I'm in the Word consistently, but there's certain passages that he keeps bringing back. You know, for instance, in uh, the journey that God used to bring us from the Midwest to out to the Northwest, um, just in terms of the opportunity – um, that he called us to the deep water and, and looking at the passage from Luke 5 that it was, and we had a chance recently to tell that story with a number of people and, and just, you know, really speak deeply into our souls as to God's faithfulness in that. But another one, uh, Galatians 2.20, for I'm crucified with Christ, mm-hmm. and I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. And the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who gave himself for me. And I was reminded of that, even and affirmed in that, even this morning, I'm reading this uh, devotional and we're you know recording this right before Christmas, and so the theme was really around you know Mary's experience when the angel came to her, and uh, this this is the quote that really stood out and the challenge for us. It says, "Live as Mary, fully aware that a Messiah is within you." Hmm. Hmm. That's good. You know, and the fact that 
Mary was carrying the Messiah within her, you know, literally. But in the same way, Messiah Jesus, the Lord, the Savior King, lives within us by his Spirit. We've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ lives within me. Mm-hmm. And that just blows me away. Mm-hmm. And I want to lean into that. And I want to be obedience, obedient to that. I just finished reading the book Luther by Eric Metaxas. I read a lot. I love biographies. And, the, you know, on the 500th anniversary of the Reformation, <laughs> this book came out. And it's just a phenomenal story of Luther's life and influence. And our lives are in many ways completely different, not just in terms of our faith, but God used this man uh, out of his faithfulness. He was, he was gifted and brilliant and all of that. But it was more just walking in obedience to the Holy Spirit and doing the tough things in yeah. a tough time. Yeah. And what is he calling us to do? Mm-hmm. And how does he want to use us here in the Northwest in this uniquely unchurched culture in many ways and you know the unique dynamics? And yet, you know, like Luther, what, how does he want to bring change and reformation, you know, revolution for his kingdom through us, whatever that may look like? Right. Yeah, I love that. You know, I, I, I think of you listeners out there this morning, I mean, God has called you. He's got a calling on your life. Um, you are part of the body of Christ. And uh, if the elbow is not doing what the elbow is called to do, then it affects the shoulder, right? And the, and the wrist and the phalanges and, the, the, and those, uh, those fingers. And, uh, and so God is calling us, you know, to participate in the body of Christ and, and so, well, thank you, Ron. It's been a, just a, a real blessing and a pleasure and honor to, to have you on the show this morning. Well, thanks so much for the invitation. It's been a joy. Well, Pablo, it's been great to have you uh, again co-host with you, and, and thank you again for being here. It's always fun. Thanks, Ken. Folks, have a great day, and God bless you. And if you want to get more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you can get that at fcaidaho.org. 